1: Thank you, Bill. It is Thursday, November 16th, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. Gaza Hospital. FBI warning. Mom arrested and an animal on the loose in a plane. It's all coming up. Then Bill will be here with your message of the day. But first, Israel has started their operation inside of a hospital in Gaza, inside and underneath. Do not buy the propaganda that they're attacking the hospital. They're attacking Hamas, which hides in and underneath The hospital, obviously a major difference. IDF says soldiers are carrying out a precise and targeted operation against Hamas. The Palestinian health minister, which is just Hamas, called the raid a new crime against humanity. Hamas knows exactly what they're doing. And for the most part, the Western media is falling for it. The FBI director said yesterday that the number of illegal immigrants evading Border Patrol and escaping into the country is a source of, quote, great concern for the agency. 600,000 known godaways in the last fiscal year. There's been 47,000 since the beginning of this year, fiscal year October 1st. And this doesn't include unknown godaways. Meanwhile, the House voted against impeaching the head of the Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas. Eight Republicans voted against impeaching him. Fun fact, 5.5 million illegal immigrants have made it across the border since Biden took office. If all of those illegal immigrants made their own state, That state would be the 23rd largest state in the country. It'd be bigger than South Carolina and just smaller than Minnesota. Remember back in March, a six-year-old shot his teacher in the classroom, like purposefully, intentionally? Prosecutors are asking for mom to go to jail for 21 months. The charge is using marijuana while owning a gun. Do you think the mom should face prison time? The gun was unlocked in a top drawer of her dresser. The six-year-old climbed up and got it. This woman also shot at her son's father after seeing him with his girlfriend. We've been sharing from time to time a lot of bizarre plane stories. Here's one I didn't expect. A Boeing 747 from JFK to Belgium was forced to turn around after a horse got loose on the plane. Now the horse was in the cargo hold. So that image you have of a horse walking through the aisles of the plane, that's It's not quite right, but the plane got to 31,000 feet when they noticed the horse was loose underneath. They had to turn around. The plane was too heavy to land. They needed to dump 20 tons of fuel into the ocean. The horse is fine. A vet met it upon landing. I'm Mike Slater Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day. Next.
0: Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. On this Thursday, the problem with the very important Biden-Xi meeting yesterday in San Francisco is that the Chinese dictator is far more alert than the American leader. As former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo told me, Xi is brilliant but totally without emotion. Dead eyes is how Pompeo described him. Mr. Biden is the ceremonial head of the United States, but complicated global strategy is beyond his mental capacity, in my opinion. Secretary of State Blinken and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan will articulate the American positions with China, not the president. She knows Biden is weak. That's why he floated the spy balloons over the USA earlier this year he wanted to gauge reaction. There was little from President Biden who wants to avoid any confrontation, not only with the Chinese, but also with Iran. The cards the USA does hold are economic. China needs our marketplace to sell their cheaply made stuff. That's the chip we have. That's why she showed up in the first place and why she will negotiate on a few issues like fentanyl, although whether he does anything or not about the fentanyl situation is doubtful. The communist Chinese leadership is brutal, and I don't believe Mr. Biden is up to the task. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. All right, let's get to the mail. We got Len Evans, um, British Columbia, Canada. Glad you're watching up there, you guys. Any reason President Trump was not at the pro-Israel protest? It would have meant a great deal. I don't know. I agree. Donald Trump should have been there. That would have helped him. Uh, Jerry, concierge member. Jerry gets direct access to me. We hope everybody will check that out program out now that Christmas is coming. It's a good gift for yourself or anybody else. Bill, I disagree with you. The President of the United States is befuddled, corrupt, and evil. So many people in America are suffering because of Joe Biden. That is evil. Okay. I don't think he's an evil man. I think he is an incompetent man. Myrna, we don't have to decide if Biden is evil. He signs the orders that accomplish evil. There is no denying that A great deal of damage is being done. God decides who is truly evil. Excellent letter. The deity decides. But we decide if actions are evil. Luann Hirsch, Walnut Creek, California. I'm excited about the 99 cent turkey you bought, Bill. And I got that at BJ's, by the way. Some people have been asking. BJ's. 99 cents a pound. I make a game of shopping... I'll let you know if I beat you on the turkey price. Do that. Okay, we got a good deal. Can't wait to eat it. Jill Hitchens, Metairie, Louisiana, outside of New Orleans. I'm rereading Killing the Killers, paying closer attention to the Obama-Trump handling of ISIS. Just finished the chapters on Trump getting rid of al-Baghdadi and Soleimani. It makes me miss President Trump. Look, he did a good job at that, Trump. No doubt about it. That's history. In a moment something you might not know. America is on trial. Join me, Josh Hammer, as we examine the presidential election through the only lens that truly matters, the legal proceedings of Donald Trump and the Biden crime family. This new daily podcast examines breaking news and analyzes the biggest questions facing the country. Can the former president, Donald Trump get a fair trial. Can Trump be disqualified from the ballot? Can Joe Biden pardon his son, Hunter? Can Trump even pardon himself? We cover all the action every morning. Listen to America on Trial, wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings us something you might not know. 83 years ago today, Nazi soldiers sealed off the biggest ghetto in Poland. A community of 400,000 Jews were put into an area smaller than two square miles. Facing imminent death, the residents launched the greatest act of defiance during World War II. Here is the story of the Warsaw Uprising. On November 16, 1940, Hitler's army declared the creation of the Jewish Residential Quarter. All Jews were forced to relocate. Those who refused were executed. The area was sealed off by brick walls, barbed wire, and armed guards. Anyone caught leaving shot on sight. Two years later, the Nazis began implementing the so-called Final Solution. By the spring of 1943, 90% of Warsaw's Jewish population had been exterminated. In April, Heinrich Himmler dispatched the SS to completely liquidate the ghetto. Several hundred resistance fighters, armed with a small cache of weapons smuggled to them by Polish Catholics, managed to fend off the SS. In retaliation, Himmler's forces systematically destroyed the entire neighborhood block by block. By May 16th, the Warsaw Ghetto was firmly under Nazi control. In a symbolic act, the Germans blew up Warsaw's Great Synagogue. An estimated 7,000 Jews perished during the uprising. 50,000 others were sent to extermination camps. The Germans lost several hundred men. It was the biggest act of defiance by Europe's Jews during the war. And here's something else you might not know. The Jewish community of Central Europe has never recovered from the Holocaust. Before 1930, three million Jews lived in Poland about 10 percent of that country's population. Today, the number is 6,000. For more stories about Nazi atrocities and the hunt to bring those perpetrators to justice, please check out my book, Killing the SS. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.